My name is Nick Reed, streaming live, KSGF.com. If you miss any of the program, fear not. We do have the podcast. i got to turn you up over there because Tom Martz always has those way, way down. He has supersonic hearing. We're going to chat with Don Carricker here in just a couple of moments, Anthony as well. Uh, We do have the happy hour from 4 to 6. Love for you to come out. Brand new location. It's been months since we've gotten a chance to get together. And Retro Metro is our new home. We also are going to begin Lunch Bunch there on Wednesdays. We haven't had Lunch Bunch for a couple of years, but I'm very particular. I wanted to make sure that we found a place that we were a good fit for, they were a good fit for us, that would be sort of a treat uh, for for you to go. And, and Retro Metro is, is just a, a great place. The lunch is fantastic. And so uh, KSGF.com, you can go there and get registered. And we, we pick winners every week. And if you win, then you and up to five of your friends or coworkers will join me and or Sarah and me for lunch at Retro Metro. And uh, we'll just have a good time. But in the meantime, come by tonight, so anytime between 4 and 6, for Happy Hour at Retro Metro. Jason Rima with the latest news update. A long day for parents and first responders alike Thursday after someone called 911 saying six people had been shot at Springfield's Hillcrest High School. To call North Grant, the suspect is still at large. All units will need a stage. Sound from Broadcastify. The report turned out to be false, and the school district reported that everyone was safe. Students were evacuated to the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds where parents could pick them up. Students who were not picked up were dismissed at the regular time, and bus service was provided as scheduled. Police are investigating the false report. That's Chris Maslin reporting. The Benton County, Arkansas sheriff says the bodies of a missing pregnant woman and her baby have been found in Missouri. Searchers found the body of Ashley Bush on Thursday. Her baby was found in a different location the day before. Authorities say Bush was shot to death. Two people have been arrested. Investigators say the couple met Bush online and offered her a job interview. Springfield police are working another homicide after a suspicious death this week in the 1800 block of North Lone Pine. Police found 42-year-old Timothy Williamson dead Tuesday. There's no word on how he died. Police have not identified a suspect in that case. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk, 104.1. First alert forecast, uh, mostly sunny day, although it doesn't look like it yet. There is a slight chance of afternoon showers and storms, a high today of 79, so it is going to get warm. Showers and storms tonight down to 43, mostly sunny, 59 tomorrow, sunny 70 on Sunday. I do want to go ahead and jump to traffic, that way we have a little more time with Don. And uh, Anthony Carricker here in just a couple of moments. Of course, I want a great homeloan.com because you do now that traffic update. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Two of the three characters, Don, Anthony. How are you guys doing? I like this song. All doing right. well. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. Friday, and it's going to be raining. Which is good. We've got. I was uh, off air noting that you can help co-host when we're in Mexico. Yes, I finally get to go. I know. Every other year, I've been. We've been down in Mexico with the Presidents Club from the from our work. It's a free trip. Mm-hmm. But 
Well, it so uh, you were there. You were there almost. I think you were there one time at the same time. Yeah, I think and, we were neighbors at one yeah. point. And see so one resort from the other. This year we get to go. We're going. We're definitely going with you, and I'm excited. For years about it. I've been trying to get you to go. I know. Yeah, and, almost as long as yeah. me getting you to go out down on the lake. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Touche. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I I knew as I was saying that. Yeah. Um, and for those that uh, missed out on getting signed up, Brandon at four one seven Travel, he has arranged for ten seats on a charter flight the next day to get you down there. So if you still want to join us, uh, you won't fly out with us on the day, but you can come down the next day and then uh, you know be. Just join up with us. It's a little less because you're there a day less in terms of cost. But uh, if you did miss out because you just hesitated or you thought you couldn't go and then it turned out you could, but by then it was too late, just get a hold of Brandon at 417 Travel and, and he'll get you all set up. So what's up? So, well, you know what's up. Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday. The election. Election. Oh, my gosh. What a what a mess yeah. trying to get through all these resolutions that we're supposed to vote on. I want, the biggest thing I need to put out there and – a lot of people honestly don't understand this. When you go vote, it's not a multiple choice test. You do not have to fill in every uh, blank. Right. You can leave them blank. Yeah, if you don't know, don't. If you don't, don't know, please don't, don't, don't vote. Don't do it. You, don't yeah. vote on that it's thing. It's better, better not. Yeah, it, it is. Because, for example, two of the resolutions, two pages, each one, each one is two pages long. You know, the one about the uh, National Guard. Mm-hmm. And then the one about the amending the Constitution, those are two pages. And then there's a, a third one, it's two pages. The pot bill, 39 pages. Yeah. Go read it. Yeah. You'll fall asleep. That's, that has you freedom under- written all over it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, doesn't gonna- take, it does not take 39 pages to legalize anything. Amen. Exactly. So if you're pro-pot, if you want to smoke dope, okay, fine. This isn't the bill to vote for to make it happen. Because there are so much, there's so much bullcrap in there, 39 pages, and they're going to create a CRT, czar, yeah. basically, a person that's not responsible to anybody. He's not responsible to the governor. He's not responsible to the legislators. He is basically going to have free reign to get critical race theory embedded into the Constitution. If you vote for the pot bill, you're going to codify critical race theory into our Constitution. The nose of the camel will be under the tent, and he will walk right in. And so, please, if, you, if you're if you thinking, I don't know of anybody that's listening to this station that probably is going to vote for that, but by God, voting is no longer enough. You've got to educate people that don't know about this stuff and let them know, okay, you want to vote for this pot bill? Great. Learn yeah, about e- it. Even the Missouri Libertarian Party is not endorsing this. I did not know that. Yeah, I read an article, and I think there were some members that that at the time and they're personally were, <laughs> but but they recognize this is not legalizing it in the, the way that you think of legalizing no. this. Is there's a lot of just stuff in this that has it's almost a Trojan horse to some degree for a number of things. Trojan horse, poison pill. There's yeah. a poison pill in there for critical race theory. If you want to legalize pot, let's get it down to two pages, okay? And let's say, okay, smoke pot if you want to smoke pot, and if you're under the influence when you're driving or whatever. Or you just, well, like Tom was talking earlier, you, you just change the um, uh, The medical one. You, you, oh. Or the uh, what it's classified as. Yeah. You know, just change that. Right. And then any laws that say you can't just get rid of those. You don't, you don't add things. No. You take away things. Amen. And that, okay. that is where we need to go. If you are having trouble finding, Anthony said he was he was having trouble finding this 39-page bill. 
Secretary of State's office. Go to the sec- Missouri secre- Secretary of State. You will find the actual documents that you will be voting on come Tuesday, and you'll be able to read them, hopefully. No, no one's going to read that. I know. They're going to go in. Here's I'm what's going to happen. They're going to go in, and they're going to vote. Well, you know, I want to legalize pot. Okay, I'm going to check my Well, out. some, but th- there are, I, and I'm actually surprised in the last several weeks that there has been a pretty proactive effort from a number of organizations to come out saying this is not what you think it is, don't vote for it. Including, I, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it'll be enough, but we'll see. I don't know. Anthony, what do you think? I mean, you're the younger generation. You're uh, clearly a habitual drug user. <laughs> Thanks. I, I appreciate the yeah. knowledge there. Um I mean, do you think that younger people are even going to read the document at all or even scan it? I don't think most people are going to read any kind of bill because it's all legal jargon. I'm not 100% sure I didn't find the correct one because I was on Secretary of State. Okay. And I'm guessing it was the right one. I gave up about page 11 because it was literally just a rewrite of... Yeah, of the medical one. Of the medical one. Yeah, and if you continue down to the 39 pages, it starts getting into the the minutiae. And I mean, I've read a lot of legal jargon doing debate in high school like policy debate was nothing but evidence so legal documents not terribly hard to read but that was a snooze (laughs) um i'm hopeful that people will recognize the appointment of you know the weeds are as you called it Mm -hmm. that was very similar to brad bradshaw's thing back when they were trying to medically legalize nobody liked his plan for good reason right nobody Mm -hmm. should have that kind of power and most people i know who are pro marijuana like that was kind of their line in the sand was no 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 this seems kind of sketchy we don't want one person being in mass control of this entire industry for the state good point so, so what's your, what do you think your call will be <laughs> oh me personally think it's gonna pass? I, no do you think it's gonna oh, pass or do you think it's gonna fail i unfortunately think there's enough ignorance in our local area that it probably will yeah but unfortunately well, well, all right and so we've got we'll the, the other things that are on that are on the ballot and you can get your ballots. You guys, please yeah. let me thank you. Yeah, you guys great. do yeah. a fabulous job well, of putting me, out the sample ballots on your website. Uh, I tell everybody. Sarah to does all that. She does all that legwork. She contacts every one of the counties. And uh, Brad Pistole, Safe Money Radio, sponsors those. And so they do a fabulous. Uh, I job. do nothing other than just mention it. Yeah. Well, you know. But if Sarah, I didn't do that, Sarah, you did an excellent job because these are the actual ballots that people are going to see and read. And if you want to find them, and please share these with everybody. If you have a person that lives in Webster County, my sister lives in Webster County, I'm going to share it with her, and I'm going to mark the things of how I'm how I would vote if I was in Webster County, and I'm going to share that with her because she doesn't spend. You're going to make copies and pass them out of the polling place. It'd be great if you could. I mean, you technically <laughs> well, could. It'd be well, electioneering. As long as, as long as you're so many feet. Twenty-five feet. Twenty-five, 25 feet from the door, you can do pretty much any electioneering mm-hmm. you want. Um, the MRA, for example, they're going to be having their boards up of what they endorse okay. for who the candidates are for mm-hmm. each polling place. Now, that's in Christian County. I don't, they're not doing it nation or uh, statewide. Okay. But if you have any, uh, honestly, if you have any questions or whatever, if you want to email me, feel free. I'll try to help as best I can. I won't tell you how to vote. I'm not going to say, oh, you need to vote this way. But I'll tell you where the information yeah. is. And Tom Marks, he does a great job of that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, and, and of course, Dr. John Lilly and Darren Chappell all over the past couple of weeks have you can go back in the podcast section and see where they weighed in on it. So. Yeah, thank goodness they're not getting, uh, like Darren Chappell, he's in. There's nobody running against yep. Darren Chappell. Yeah, so he won that He's definitely so in, and he's such a brain. I'd love to download his brain and be able to put it upload into mine because he is so smart on that stuff. 
Um, but amending the, the constitutional amendment uh, thing where we're going to have a constitutional convention, uh, I was talking to Tom Martz about that earlier. I feel like it would be a, a good idea to get everybody together, but then Tom says, you know, there's probably a good chance that a lot of liberals would be put in there. Uh, libertarians would be put in there. That's who knows. Yeah, no, but you know what? That's, that's the case for everything. I know. I mean, voting. Voting. I mean, every uh, uh, an initiative petition, and you know, I mean, everything. The left is going to so. I mean, for me, and I, I understand where he's coming from in that reality there. But at the same time, if if the participation of the left is going to um, invalidate it for me, then that means I, I don't know that we'd be able to have any. Well, the neat process. thing about a constitutional convention is the people <clears throat> would get to vote on it anyway. So, yep. okay, so so be I it. I like the idea. Of Let's it. say oh, I can it be any. Worse? I do too. The I, answer is yes. Our constitution is what like three hundred <laughs> pages long or something it's ridiculous. A it's a book. It's a literal book. It should be on one page. It should be on a couple of pages, and that would be it. Okay, so but, aside from all that, anything people need to know in your area of expertise? Oh, we got to talk business. Well, you don't have to. I mean, we can just wrap here. We are running out of time. Oh, so. well, if we got just a few minutes, then I'm going to let Anthony jump in and tell him, tell everybody about a program that will help you in these dire needs, of, you know, times of Billy Clinton, uh, not Billy Clinton, of, uh, of uh, well, Carter, Billy, uh, oh, Jimmy Carter. We're back to Jimmy time. Carter days. Before wow. Wow, I'm old. Okay. Go I mean, ahead, I was born. Yes, but. yes, you are. After all, I am your son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the program Don is talking about is what's called a temporary buy-down program. So the way this looks on paper is imagine you come in for a loan and your interest rate is, say, 7%. We can possibly look at a scenario where we can buy that down for you for a short period of time, one, two, three years, somewhere in that range, and have your interest rate be reduced down, you know, a couple points, a couple percent, something like that. Kind of depends on, you know, the exact program. But it's a really useful tool for some kind of niche people, honestly. But it's something that has to be paid for by the seller, which is why we hadn't seen much of it in the past couple of years. Because seller paid concessions, meaning, you know, closing costs and or down payment assistance coming from the sales side of a property has been extremely low because they didn't have to. Yeah, there was market. Yeah. Buyers fighting hand over fist, trying to get homes. Nobody was having to take any concessions. We are seeing a revival of those pretty consistently on contracts now. Yeah, it's turning, definitely turning to more equal buyers and sellers. Now that sellers are actually willing to work a little bit to get a deal done, that's where these temporary buy-downs come in, is you can't pay for it yourself. It has to be paid for by somebody other than the borrower. So it's... It's a good thing to look at, you know. It can be a gift from a relative? No. No? I don't okay. believe so. I think it, well, yeah, I I'd think have to double check on that. I, all I know for a fact is it cannot be paid for by the buyer. Yeah, it, and I don't think it can be a gift, come to think of it, because we have limits. The government put limits on how much we can charge to do a loan. Even mm-hmm. though it's to the benefit of the client, yeah. we have limits. Yeah. So with that, if the seller pays for it, so it's just like seller paid closing costs. Mm-hmm. All, all it is is an example might be they may pay 1500 extra dollars towards your closing costs, and then we're able to give you a lower rate, a 1% lower rate for a period of a year. Now, you may say, why is that good? Well, it gets you into the house, and there's a saying, date the rate, marry the house. Get the house bought, date the rate, and then within a year, we're hoping that we could refinance that loan into a naturally occurring lower interest rate, and then you won't have to worry about the rate going up after that first year, third year, whatever. 
So it gives you an opportunity to get into a house now, be able to qualify for a lower payment because it's 1% lower on your interest rate. The seller is going to pay the closing cost for you for that, and that allows you to qualify for a bigger, a better house now, Got it. even though the rates are so freaking high. The election that could change. If you get the election right, you know, get well, the election and right. And almost on a daily basis, things do change. And the things that you, I mean, this is your area of expertise, second nature. People hear it, it makes sense at the time. Day later, they're like, I don't really remember that. <laughs> what was he saying? And that's why they reach out to you guys. Yeah, till nine o'clock at night, seven days a week. You've got three of us. And you can call us, and we will talk with you. And it you're doesn't like, have to be like a conversation. Uh, you want to be incognito? Don't tell us your name. You know, <laughs> whatever. It. it doesn't matter. We we are not hard sell. We are educators. I I am an educator. I've taught my kids to be educators. We want people to understand how this stuff works to make a good, educated decision to get a great home loan. I want a great home loan dot com because you do. All right. Yes, indeed. See you guys. I'm, I'm sure I'll see you at happy hour. I'm not going to give you a chance. Yeah, I'm going to go. All right. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Got our happy hour, 4 to 6, Retro Metro on Republic Road tonight. I'm Nick Reed. More in moments. Hear about it. Hear about I, I know it. I'm beating a dead horse here. Talk about it. Talk about but it. the hypocrisy and the double standards kind of unreal. On Springfield's Talk, 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk, 1041. High drama in Washington, D.C. as Kamala Harris 2024 pivot begins. Uh, There is much in the air about, as you know, obviously, whether or not Biden is going to run again. Uh, If he's not, how is that going to happen? Is he going to are they going to have to force him out? Is he going to realize what's going on Um, to some degree? There is, I believe, hope in the Democrat Party that whatever happens on Tuesday is decisive. Either decisively Democrats do well, which I think has been totally written off. Decisively, they do. It's bloodbath. Red wave. If that is the case, that will help them feel more secure in saying we need to get rid of Biden. Now. That being said, traditionally, a president whose party is in Congress at the midterm during their first term loses seats. That that just is something that happens historically. So that in and of itself would not necessarily be different. But that combined with the fact that there's no real compelling argument to keep Biden and or to you know have him run again, given his cognitive issues and and the fact that. You know, it's clearly recognized, even by Democrats, that things are headed in the wrong direction. And and, and they're lo- this isn't just about votes. I mean, they're losing Asian voters. They're losing Hispanic voters. They're losing white suburban voters. There's an erosion of black voters that are slowly going to the Republican Party. And so if, if it is a massive... You know, where Republicans end up with 52, 53, 54 Senate seats, that's going to help them internally feel secure about, okay, we got to get rid of them. Um, I think what's going to be the most difficult is, let's say, that Democrats do manage to keep the Senate, and then there can be an argument, it could have been much worse, Biden is better than you think he is. Um, 
until this election pans out, I think there's a lot of wait and see by the Democrats. But there's already some positioning occurring because who then is going to take the mantle? And as opposed to Democrats, where Republicans have people like the Santez and Carrie Lake and these other individuals, though Carrie Lake hasn't even been elected yet, but have just demonstrated a real solid um, a foundation of leadership and the and the Nikki Haley's and the gnomes and I mean there's just a real bench of exciting leaders in the Republican Party. I mean the Democrats are scrambling. Who do they go to? I mean Kamala, Pete Buttigieg. I mean has transportation as an issue ever been such a debacle as it has under his leadership? Gavin Newsom, governor of a state in which people flee. It is the number one most fled state in terms of population of any of the states in in the union. That being said, there's still, there's the laying the groundwork, and Politico has a piece. Harris finds her footing. She's still looking to break through. The VP is using the midterms and new healthier office dynamics to help her course correct after a rough start. And so there's already this effort to start shoring up some of these individuals so they could at least be options. So that it doesn't look like they're trying to rationalize ahead of, uh, you know, uh, of whatever occurs ahead of the announcement that Biden's not going to seek re-election or that he's going to be forced out, whatever the, the situation may be, they can already start trying to shore some of these people up as individuals that are viable candidates. And Politico is beginning this charge, uh, or at least participating in the beginning, that, look, oh, Harris, she's doing great now. She's found her footing. All of the the the, the embarrassments and reasons for her unpopularity, they They've melted away, and now she's finally ready for prime time. And so we're going to begin to see this as we we transition into the post-midterm election era and the decision as to whether or not Biden is going to run again, and if not, whom amongst the very, very poor choices are they going to go with. Springfield's Talk 1041 from Scramblers, a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast, mostly sunny today at some point at least. I mean, it's been very hazy, cloudy this morning, and we are expected uh, to maybe get some afternoon showers and storms today with a high of 79. Showers, storms tonight, 43 for a low. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 59, and Sunday, sunny, high of 70. And and usually this would be the time that uh, Sarah would welcome our good friend Bruce, but I get the opportunity to because I actually – had uh, one of your guys over at my house. Did you know that? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know if you knew or not. I actually, I was leaving the shop this morning, and I've only got two people working today. We're, yeah, nope. you were saying you got a little yeah, uh, got, field trip of sorts going on? I, uh, we're taking all of our leadership uh, team and their spouses on a wedding retreat this weekend That's cool. uh, down in Branson. So we're all going to be gone, and, and the rest of the employees were... We're, uh, you know, what do, how do you guys want to play this? We gave them some options, and they're like, man, can we do four tens and take Friday off? So we did that. So if That's you're nice. needing us to come out today, I'm sorry. We're, everybody's off, uh, except my estimators. And, and For I was, good reason. Yeah, and I was walking out of the shop today, and, and uh, my estimator says, oh, you're going to do the radio. Hey, I, I was out at Nick Reed's place yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was. I didn't know if you knew or not. I wasn't sure, but I, now I know that you knew. I just found out this morning. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so see. we'll get out there. We'll get that. Taken well, care and of. and so my part of the experience, uh, and I, I don't know 
the gal, if it's the same gal that answers the phone or not when I first called. There's three of them. Well, whomever I spoke with, incredible. Um, just really friendly, nice. And sometimes those positions, you get so used to answering the phone, you can. it's easy to get into a lull where you come off as unfriendly, even though you're not unfriendly. You're just about the business. And I think it takes a real either proactive effort or somebody that's just naturally friendly all of the time. And whomever it was, I just, I enjoyed the interaction, which was nice. I'm going to, I'm going to try to say that uh, they're just genuinely friendly and amazing because you force them. They're afraid not to be. It's either my (laughs) wife or one of my two daughters-in-law. Oh, okay. So yeah, that we spread it around. We're a family business. And so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm especially on air. I'm going to say they are just the friendliest people in the world. Smart of you, especially (laughs) since you're going to a marriage retreat. Uh, and uh, and then uh, had uh, the uh, estimator, is that what you call it? Yep. That, yeah, yep. come out, and it was an easy process. He already had the, he said, oh, no, I've got a list here of things that you'd mentioned. And and so that was quick, and, and uh, he said, yep, I'll send you an email and give you an itemized listing, and then you can decide if you want to do some, all of it, or none of it. It's a, it's yep. a pretty slick process. It is a slick process, so I can attest to it personally now. Good deal. Well, now yeah. we just got to get out there and get it taken care of. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm excited <laughs> for it. Um, anything else just while well, we got you here? I know you came out and everything, and I, I'm not. I'm no Sarah, but nonetheless. <laughs> Poor Sarah. She's had a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine, everyone, by the way. She's just working from home this morning. So, at any rate, um, we, uh, yeah, no, we're just okay. we're getting through things and, and uh, knocking out the lists and, and shifting some of those more uh, – Seasonal things of getting things yeah. buttoned up before the cold air starts blowing in. Well, I hope that um, all of your folks have a, a great weekend and that uh, it's a really neat thing for you to do as a business owner for your employees. It's not every, you know, not everyone thinks to do those sorts of things. So yeah. I'm well, sure that your folks appreciate it. We, uh, we don't think, I don't think like a normal business mm. does. It, uh... <laughs> that, that, and that either goes one way or the other. It either yeah. crashes and burns or you do exceptionally well. Yeah. And so far it seems to be the latter of the two. It, it's working out well. Our, our people, we try to take good care of our people and they, they do incredibly well taking care of us. So. And all of the Beatles contact information is under Sarah's endorsements at KSGF.com. Have a great weekend. Great. Thank all you. Right. Safe trip down to Branson. Thank you. Not like it's a real far drive or anything. <laughs> but have you seen my driving? Ah, ah, good point. <laughs> I mentioned earlier there's this uh, group quietly mobilizing a bipartisan 2024 unity ticket as Biden-Trump moved closer to announcing campaigns. Now, of course, you and I know bipartisan means if you are a Republican, you have to sacrifice your principles. Otherwise, you're an extremist. This is going to be the the holier-than-thou. No labels. The righteous, virtuous. These are the virtuous amongst us, see. They're above all of the pettiness that you and I involve ourselves in. A centrist group is quietly mobilizing a major bid to launch a bipartisan unity ticket in 2024, featuring both a Democrat and Republican for the White House, as President Biden and former President Trump move closer to announcing re-election bids. The group, no labels. Oh, oh, aren't they just so much better than the rest of us labeling ourselves? Began work or began work providing a potential alternate for voters and investigating a pathway to victory for a bipartisan presidential ticket in late 2021. Well, let me tell you this. There is no pathway to victory. 
for a no-label unity ticket. There's not. No Label's co-executive director, Margaret White, told Fox News, we started getting a lot of questions from our No Label members across the country about 2024 and the very real prospect that Americans could be forced to choose between two very divisive presidential candidates that a majority of them find unacceptable. Now, let's just talk about that for a moment. By the way, how many No Label party members do you know? I mean, they're like, we've been getting all of this feedback from all of our membership across the country, all of these no-label people. That, I mean, this is there's this great calling for it. Do you know any members of the no-label party? I know I don't. I couldn't, I, I, and I'm not even talking, I, I don't know them personally. I don't even know who any of these people are. If... They're not, so they, they, they won't be divisive, see? Now, what does that mean? How is it that you are not divisive? Are you just going to tell people what they want to hear? All right, let's say you have a bipartisan ticket and uh, abortion. What's your position going to be that's not going to cause divisions? What's it going to be? When it comes to the issue of transgenderism in schools, what position are you going to take that's not going to be divisive? You see the ludicrous nature of these virtuous claims? Let's look at the transgenderism for elementary kids, for example. If you want to continue on the path that Democrats uh, are taking us down now, and that is that we should be having drag shows for elementary school kids and uh, allowing, uh, you know, uh, these kindergarten teachers to talk about their sex lives to kids and hide their pronouns from their parents. Uh, You know, if you want to take that position, I can tell you right now, that's going to be pretty divisive because if you haven't noticed lately, suburban moms, and this is one of the reasons, along with the economy, that they are shifting to the Republicans. It's one of the reasons that all of these school board races are are getting uh, upended, and you have moms running, average everyday moms, not political people. On the other hand, if you take the position of the parents and the Republicans that the school is not a place for that sort of thing, then you are being divisive because you are responsible for creating transphobia. You're responsible for young people. You can't take a position on the issues facing the country today and it not create divisions. It's total BS. It is, it's the same as Biden running, claiming that he's going to bring the country together. The co-executive director of No Labels said, so we decided to start investigating whether there might actually be a need for a unity ticket and a path to victory. No Labels insists they're not actively considering any specific candidate for a unity ticket, nor are they running a campaign, but whispers in Washington and in political circles suggest political moderates are being eyed for the effort, including Joe Manchin, uh, Massachusetts Republican Governor Charles Baker, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, left-wing you know, Republicans. Now, let me tell you what the No Label Party actually is. It's the elite party. It, it's the uber-elite party. It is the elites within the elites. These are the people 
that are the elites that want, that are so disgusted with what the American people are doing. They're so disgusted with whom the Democrats are choosing to be their candidates, whom the Republicans are, that they don't even want to play in the sandbox anymore. So they're just going to start, they're they're just going to rise above all of us icky, disgusting voters. And move on their own. Now, don't get me wrong. They have every right to do this. This is America. We have had multiple parties in the past. We do have multiple parties today. We've got the Libertarian Party, the Independent Party, the Constitution Party, the Green Party. There are numerous official parties in this country. The no-label party will make, will have just as great a chance, if not less, than any of these others. There's another component to this, though, that I think if you break it down, I would just love if you're going to sit down and interview these individuals. And as a, in a few questions I would ask them, and this, of course, is coming from a political perspective that is biased one way as opposed to the other. I want to share with you that next in moments as we continue the Friday Roadshow from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. One of the most impressive transformations anyone can do for their home. It's it's what I've done. Uh, And a lot of it is it's from where you were to where you went or from where you were to where you're going, if that makes sense. So, for example, you get new flooring. Um, Obviously, you had worn out carpet. You've got... Uh, you know, new windows, the old windows, they were old. And so it's it's a clear improvement. It's an improvement to the value of your home. But because garages usually are the least impressive room of the house, turning it into one of the most impressive is such a massive improvement. Whether that is just the highest quality epoxy flooring that you can get with hundreds of different color schemes and choices and or the customized storage facilities, uh, it, it turns it into not just something that's absolutely functional, but beautiful. And it is the sort of room that you will not dismiss when you have people over at your home, but you want to show off. Garage experts under Nick's endorsements, ksgf.com. There um, is a whisper campaign. This is one of those. <laughs> it, it's It's somewhat ironic because this group of elites that call themselves no labels and they are talking about forming a 2024 ticket to give people an alternative that is outside of all of the pol- well this is politics they leak this out to the media because these are elite politicians that are behind this or and by politicians i don't mean necessarily elected officials but those who are behind the scenes picking elected officials and part of their aggravation is they have a lot less control than they did once before they aren't able to prevent a donald trump from becoming president or uh, a carrie lake from being a viable gubernatorial candidate or you can go down the list of all of these individuals which democrats incidentally have spent tens of millions of dollars helping get nominated. 
this should be understood. I know I'm going off on a side path here, but I've got to mention this. You know, for all the talk about how dangerous these election deniers are, many of them got financial backing through advertisements from Democrats. Because, see, they this is how out of tune they are with the average American. They thought these candidates had no chance of winning. And now they found them in, themselves in a position where they are winning. And they're beating their candidates. So when Joe Biden and the Democrats talk about if these people win, it's going to be the end of democracy as we know it. They were the ones who helped, I think it was 60 or $70 billion dollars or million dollars, rather, that they put into ad campaigns to get those people to be the nominees. The elites, the no-label party people, they're very frustrated. They don't have control. Once upon a time, they could tell, especially with Republicans, uh, John McCain, that's the guy you need as your nominee. Mitt Romney, that's the guy you need as your nominee. And Republicans dutifully went along. They don't do that anymore. So they're very disgusted with you ryan clancy chief strategist of no labels told fox news three quarters of the country think that we're on the wrong track and that includes majorities of democrats independents and republicans well that's true but look who's in charge he went on to say most americans don't have favorable views of either party or the top leaders in them and they think that both sides are too captive to the extreme so both sides are too extreme now, here's what I would like to ask the no-label folks that, are, that consider themselves to be normal, the traditional Republicans. What about the Republican Party today in terms of the positions that they take, the legislation they push, is extreme? That, that's what I want to know. You have these establishment Republicans that label the party as just being so extreme. What is it that they're extreme on? Now, I'm not talking about, well, Donald Trump tweets mean things. I'm talking about positions. What, being pro-life? I'm sorry, is that not what the Republicans' official platform is, being pro-life? Is it wanting parents to have a say over whether or not their children are indoctrinated into conversations about sexuality, uh, about, you know, parents that, that say schools should not be uh, you know, hiding their children's pronouns from their parents and helping them transition without parents' knowledge and taking them to drag shows? Is that what's too extreme that the Republican Party says, no, that's not really the place for that? Is it wanting to to uh, tackle the, the out-of-control crime problem in this country? I mean, just tell me, what is it about the Republican Party that's so... Now, I'll sit and list for you all day. The Democrat Party and the extreme elements there, you know, defund the police, the transgender issue, wide open border. Uh, I mean, I, you know, we could spend all day. I mean, we talk about it most days. So I can understand a real legitimate argument where you can make a list of here are the issues where it is that the Democrats as a party have gone too extreme. But when it comes to, and I can understand why why you have people like Tulsi Gabbard or Joe Manchin or Cinema, while the latter two haven't left the Re- Democrat Party, that you know there are elements that they say, yeah, our party is getting too extreme. I can see that, but for 
somebody who is a Republican that claims to be for smaller government, lower taxes, pro-life, secure border, pro-family, pro-parent control over their own kids, what about the Republican Party is so extreme that there needs to be a third way? I don't think they can offer an example. Because the Republican Party is not in any way, shape, or form extreme. In fact, they're more to the left, for the most part, than they have ever been, though you do have the Kerry Lakes and the uh, the Santez and some of these others that are trying to to you know hold things steady and not allow the party to drift into the to the the left and and are more about the common sense and more traditional quote values of the Republican Party. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Springfield's Talk 104.1. My name is Nick Reed, streaming live, ksgf.com. If you miss any of the program, fear not. We do have the podcast. i got to turn you up over there because Tom Martz always has those way, way down. He has supersonic hearing. We're going to chat with Don Carricker here in just a couple of moments, Anthony as well. Uh, We do have the happy hour from 4 to 6. Love for you to come out. Brand new location. It's been months since we've gotten a chance to get together. And Retro Metro is our new home. We also are going to begin Lunch Bunch there on Wednesdays. We haven't had Lunch Bunch for a couple of years, but I'm very particular. I wanted to make sure that we found a place that we were a good fit for, they were a good fit for us, that would be sort of a treat uh, for for you to go, and, and Retro Metro is, is just a, a great place. The lunch is fantastic. And so uh, KSGF.com, you can go there and get registered. And we, we pick winners every week, and if you win, then you and up to five of your friends or coworkers will join me and or Sarah and me for lunch at Retro Metro. And uh, we'll just have a good time. But in the meantime, come by tonight, so anytime between 4 and 6, for Happy Hour at Retro Metro. Jason Rima with the latest news update. A long day for parents and first responders alike Thursday after someone called 911 saying six people had been shot at Springfield's Hillcrest High School. To call North Grant, the suspect is still at large. All units will need a stage. Sound from Broadcastify. The report turned out to be false, and the school district reported that everyone was safe. Students were evacuated to the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds where parents could pick them up. Students who were not picked up were dismissed at the regular time, and bus service was provided as scheduled. Police are investigating the false report. That's Chris Maslin reporting. The Benton County, Arkansas sheriff says the bodies of a missing pregnant woman and her baby have been found in Missouri. Searchers found the body of Ashley Bush on Thursday. Her baby was found in a different location the day before. Authorities say Bush was shot to death. Two people have been arrested. Investigators say the couple met Bush online and offered her a job interview. Springfield police are working another homicide after a suspicious death this week in the 1800 block of North Lone Pine. Police found 42-year-old Timothy Williamson dead Tuesday. There's no word on how he died. Police have not identified a suspect in that case. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. 
First alert forecast, uh, mostly sunny day, although it doesn't look like it yet. There is a slight chance of afternoon showers and storms, a high today of 79, so it is going to get warm. Showers and storms tonight down to 43, mostly sunny, 59 tomorrow, sunny 70 on Sunday. I do want to go ahead and jump to traffic, that way we have a little more time with Don. And uh, Anthony Carricker here in just a couple of moments. Of course, I want a great homeloan.com because you do now that traffic update.